0: Going Linux Episode 420, Pop! OS 21.10 Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux.
0: We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done.
1: If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889.
0: In today's episode, a review of Pop! OS. Hey, Bill.
1: Hey, Larry, how are you? I am
0: doing very well. I'm a little concerned about Google's voice uh, mail line that we have. Um, They said that in 30 days it would expire Hmm. uh, because there's not a lot of use. And that unless I made a call or sent a text, uh, it would be canceled in 30 days. Huh. Um so I made a call and sent a text.
1: <laughs> just and I
0: immediately got another notification that it's going to expire in thirty days. <laughs> so <laughs> okay then. let's put it this way. I'm going to see if I can save our voicemail line. Uh-huh. If not, we don't get a lot of voicemail on the voicemail line. Um I think that most of our listeners when they send us audio, they send it as an attachment to an email, which is fine. That's probably better quality anyway. And so if we lose it, we'll stop letting you know that you can send us a voicemail. Uh, We'll say something else like, if you want to send us a voicemail, attach it to an email (laughs) 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 or something like that. Um, So uh, we'll not worry too much about it, but I'll continue to see if I can find out what they actually want me to do. Whatever I did didn't seem to work.
1: Okay. So apparently. That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> they just made you jump through a hoops and they still said, we're still canceling
0: it. Ignored it. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, originally this um, review was going to be uh, one bit on elementary and pop was going to be the one after.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: after kicking the tires for elementary. Uh, it just got to the point that I was like, I can't recommend this to a new user. Uh, just they, uh, if if you don't know what Elementary is, Elementary OS is based on Ubuntu, but they really customize it. to use the Pantheon Pantheon desktop, and they uh, they kind of lock it down. I mean, you can install stuff on it, but you have to jump through more hoops. And they if you're a new user to Linux the, you know their web browser they pick it's not Firefox or Chrome it's just I don't know what it is it's I don't know if it was written by um, the, the developers or it's just a fork of another browser but it's not good Uh hmm. so you know just having to try to know how to uh install uh, a web browser i think okay well maybe it's in their uh, app store and nothing Um, so they they're curating to what they think the best in class is and well it's not the best in class i know there's a simple way to you know install something but you still have to jump through hoops that you shouldn't have to if i don't like something on linux i should be able to replace it with just a few clicks and be done with it not have to go in and then read scary messages saying this this uh program is is not curated and can't guarantee its safety it's like no no
0: do do they do that for every application that's not in yeah, you know, well, I got it for apps. every
1: application, and I found oh, I, I finally said no. Um, and I know what they're trying to do. They're trying, you know, it's very Macish, and they want to you know keep it locked down. They they mm-hmm. they kind of want to force you into um, the the way they do things. Like they they really stress keyboard shortcuts, and that's fine. Um yeah. but I'm more of a hybrid user. I use some short uh, sh- uh keyboard shortcuts and I use mouse and you know even um if it's enabled, I like to use uh track uh pad um shortcuts so uh, I'm kind of a hybrid i think Linux should work the way you want it to work.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hybrid user as well. I use the keyboard and the mouse, and I also use <clears throat> verbal encouragement. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on! Yeah, words like that. Yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> I know what they they're trying to do, but it, it's it's kind of in in my and this is just my opinion that they're they're trying to lock it down to to programs that they think is. The best, and yep. I uh, didn't like, uh, didn't really like that. And I don't want to uh, take you out of a window, uh, a Windows uh, environment. That you, know, you know, they're going to update when they want to, and they're going to do this, and you only have to use this, and you can't use this program back into Linux. You know, and, and say, oh, I, I what has changed? And that's one of the things I liked about uh, Manjaro. There's uh, a lot of Choice, but uh, you know, as much as I like Manjaro, uh, it, you know, it's still that point of you know, you, you still have to go through some extra steps to get things that you know it should be as simple in this day and time as open it up, searching for it, and click to install. Okay. And you know, if and I, I should be able to customize my system or our systems as a Linux user to how we work, not working how they want us to work
0: right exactly
1: because i know your your setup is and how you work is totally different than me
0: and that's the way it should be
1: and if i'm forced to do it one certain way <laughs> then it's not going to be the best for either of us so uh yeah i just finally said now nah, and moved on to the pop os and uh i think you'll uh you'll find out um that it's uh Ah, i'm not going to spoil it. you have to listen to the end (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. okay (laughs) okay all right well fair enough and um yeah if if we wanted to work just one specific way we'd use a mac
1: yeah
0: (laughs) uh yeah except you know every time they upgrade to the next version of mac os things change so uh (laughs) You know, you can you work one way until the operating system is upgraded, and then you got to work that new way, and I, that's it.
1: I, had a, uh, uh, I have a friend who just bought a new Mac. It's less than a year old, and of course, they've recently done some uh, OS up, update, and they uh, changed the way uh, that she ha- uh, worked, and she's, uh, she's an amateur photographer, so she has her set way she likes to do things, and she has it. Change everything around, and um, and then one of her pieces of hardware stopped working, and they didn't support it, so it's just like you know. (laughs) I feel so bad and uh, for her because she wanted to. um, uh, She had a the uh, I think it's Photoshop, and uh, apparently it was she had gotten it before, and it was an older version, and she had been using it. Well, apparently now uh adobe they want you to rent their software you don't buy it anymore yes yeah right right so fun mm, fun fun
0: okay yeah wonderful <laughs> okay well uh this is not a mac os review this is nope. not a uh, elementary review no. and the bottom bottom line is we're not going to have an elementary review that was it that, um
1: <laughs> that that was it uh, I cannot recommend it. It's not a bad project, but it's not one that I would recommend a brand new user for. There.
0: Right. Okay, so we'll get into the topic at hand today, which is the Pop OS review. And Pop OS, you spell P-O-P, exclamation mark, underscore, capital O, capital S. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's <laughs> the way
1: you spell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pop OS! Uh, If you do not know and you're new to the podcast, Pop! OS is developed by System76 and is based on Ubuntu. I'm using version 21.10 They also have a LTS version which stands for long-term support. I decided to go with the latest and greatest. Before we go over my impression of Pop! OS, let's take a look at the hardware requirements for the system.
0: Right. Uh, part of the hardware requirements is that you have to use a system 76 computer. Oh, wait. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can install it on any computer that Linux will install on. And so that's not part of the hardware requirements. Uh, even though system 76 is behind Pop! OS and they design it for use on their systems that they sell, they provide it as a download for anyone who wants to use it. And the hardware requirements, seriously, are 4 gigabytes of RAM, 16 gigabytes of storage, which is the hard drive or um, SSD storage, and a 64-bit processor. So if you have an older computer that runs only 32-bit, Uh, you're not going to be able to use pop os on it the hardware requirements are very modest even if you have an older machine though and pop os should run with little issues so what i just said four gig of ram 16 gig of storage and 64 bit processor that's not really too restrictive these days and certainly 10 years ago 15 years ago you could uh find a computer that old that meets those requirements as well
1: yeah so larry uh, i'm running uh, pop on my older test machine which is a dell latitude e 5450 with four gigabytes uh, of ram and with an intel core i3 50 u cpu so okay I know all those numbers were probably confusing, but I looked it up when this thing was made, and according to Dell's website, it was manufactured between September 2014 and April 2015. And it runs super fast, even on this 7-year-old hardware. Uh, You might think, yeah, it runs, but can you actually use it to get things done? and the resounding answer is yes you i have surfed the web i've watched youtube videos i've watched other streaming services i've listened to music recorded podcasts edit videos and pictures i even played some of the lighter games you know it's got an until uh, uh graphics card so it's not going to be you know the latest and greatest nvidia but i it can even play games
0: yeah no that's good that's really cool um I did run into some limitations uh, when I was running it. Uh-huh. And that's mainly because I didn't make a big enough hard drive on my virtual machine. <laughs> so <laughs> that's really the only limitation I ran into. Um, but one of the greatest things is being able to keep using perfectly good hardware, uh, even though it may be old or you may have been using it for a long time. It's just not Pop! OS, but most Linuxes. Ubuntu, Fedora, Arch, they're all able to run on older hardware and pop is just no exception to that rule.
1: Yeah. Ubuntu Mate is uh, one that we also recommend. And uh, I've run that on the same machine I have pop and it was running just fine. It, um, it, did everything i wanted there was a time when my uh, main machine was out repair and all i had was my uh, backup test machine and it you know did everything um, perfect so mm-hmm. you know what's funny about this it's running on a seven-year-old uh hardware for me and that's not to say that it wouldn't even run even better on uh on newer hardware but frankly it's hard to tell it is is old hardware it's run so fast and uh, what's interesting is that just recently I read some news stories that Windows 11 will only support 8th generation CPUs uh, so if you have a 7th generation CPU you might not be officially supported uh, that's just nuts uh, especially 7th generation is less than what a year, two years old yeah, so, not like that. so if you have a laptop uh, then um. That is no longer supported, Linux still has your back.
0: Yeah, and you said it only supports uh eighth generations. And newer. Yeah, that's eight eight and newer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, eight and newer. <laughs> You're not stuck on that that generation. But yeah, yeah, I think we knew what you meant. Um okay. So let's get into what you found out when you were doing your testing, Bill.
1: Okay. So, Larry, uh I'm gonna start with uh, I got there You have to pick the right image. So if you have an Intel-based machine, there's a separate ISO image um, for that. If you have one that's because f- uh, that has an NVIDIA uh, card, there's one for that too. Um, so you'll need to pick the right one. It's very easy. They're both labeled, so you, you know which one you're getting. Uh, it's just one I, I uh, ISO is has the uh, baked-in NVIDIA graphic. For the uh, drivers for the cards, and one's just for the Intel based cards, or if you don't have, say, you have an AMD, uh, you probably want to use the Intel based one. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know, I'm sure it would run okay, Uh, but uh, the reason I only have two ISOs is they. Have machines that have Nvidia or Intel, so they, of course they support those two architectures. And most machines will have uh, an onboard Intel graphics card installed, so that shouldn't be a, a huge problem. Right. Uh, and so my machine uses the Intel, and it works perfectly. And so once I downloaded it, I used Etcher to make the USB drive. And uh, the link is in the show notes if you want to find it and download it. It's it's a dead easy tool to burn an ISO to a USB thumb drive. Yeah,
0: and the nice thing about Etcher, it's one of those tools that works whether you are using it from Linux, Windows, or Mac.
1: Yes. So once I got the ISO, which downloaded incredibly quick, I uh, went ahead and inserted USB. And it made the uh, bootable drive. Then I restarted the machine, made sure it was booting from the USB drive. And all I had to do is tell the computer which drive I wanted it to boot from. It prompted me for some basic information, uh, like username and password.
0: Standard stuff.
1: Standard stuff. Uh, it will ask you if you wish to encrypt the drive. I chose not to because why for me i mean you're, you're welcome to look through my <laughs> laptop <laughs> they yep. don't last long enough to have anything useful on them and then um the install went flawlessly painlessly by far the easiest i've ever done it was basically uh information and it did everything else and uh, i was very pleased with it
0: Yeah, and I didn't notice this when I was installing it on my virtual machine, probably because it was already connected, but I noticed that when you were going through your steps, you didn't say that you needed to connect to the Internet. Is that true?
1: Uh, Yeah, it will install without the Internet, and it's ready to go. So that might be handy if you need a machine uh, up and running, and you don't have access. So, you know, once it reboots, it will give you the choice to connect to the Internet.
0: Right. Um, OK. And I think that's certainly that's the way that Ubuntu Mate works and any other Ubuntu variant that I've used is you can install it without the Internet. And then once the Internet is connected, it will allow you to um, to do your updates and whatever else. So once you had your system connected to the Internet, what was the next thing you did?
1: Well, the system, of course, looked for updates and I installed them. The interface uh, is based on GNOME, uh, and it gives you options for what theme you want, what colors you want, uh, where you uh, would like the taskbar. Do you want it to reach the uh, the whole screen, or you just want it to be in the center? Do you want it to the left? So the wizard wizard walks you right through everything. And frankly, it was an absolute joy to install and configure this system. It was so smooth.
0: Yeah. So I when I installed it, I just went with the defaults for everything, just because I like to see what you know the the developer of the operating system wants you to or feels should be the interface. Mm-hmm. Um, so the install went smoothly. What type of applications are installed in the system by default, and did you have to install a lot of programs to get things done the way you want to get them done?
1: Well, the system had everything. I needed to get started. I did not even have to install anything to get work done. Firefox, okay. LibreOffice, video player, contact manager, text editor, email client. It has everything ready to go. I Great. Uh, I did install Audacity from the Pop Shop. That's the name there. App Store. You notice they like Pop. Anybody that's used a computer will know what they look like. It's just uh, Microsoft even has one that's they call the shop. It doesn't work as well as this one, but basically it's a front end for the repository for your distribution. And so you can search and stuff and find what you want. The system gave me a choice of installing Flatpak or a dev version for Audacity. So Flatpak support is already baked in so it's it's available right out of the box you don't have to configure anything <laughs> so
0: yeah that's that's pretty handy that's good um i know ubuntu mate provides snap support right out of the box yeah. and with the latest version uh they're planning on having flat pack support as well uh, so it's good to have those available and i'm assuming with pop os as with ubuntu mate if you don't want to use those because you have some a uh, f- philosophical objection to using those kinds of software packages that you can uninstall the flatpak support in Pop OS, but well, uh,
1: you know, the flatpak uh, support right out of the box is just a nice addition, and it oh, did, yeah,
0: absolutely, and,
1: and it did give me the uh, choice. I mean, knows the choice to use the flatpak. Or the Debian yep. version, so uh, I'm very happy um, that it, you know it's giving me. Let me decide what I want to do. It's not telling me, "Oh, you're going to use Flatpaks or or you're just going to use the Debian version." I know that might seem like a little thing, but uh, it, since it's my system and my computer, I should be able to put what I want on it, and uh, it the, the program should uh, the operating system should do it the way I want it, not the way it thinks I should do it.
0: Mm-hmm. I know y- you mentioned they like the word pop, and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cutesy names for things, mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of a cutesy uh, user interface by default. It's not my taste. It's kind of lost-in-space-ish to me. <laughs> uh, yeah you know um but you know it's a typical linux distribution where they much like katie uses the letter k and just about <laughs> everything that they they uh names things pop wherever they can so for example their their uh usb burning software is called popsicle
1: <laughs> that's uh, cute by the that, way that
0: that, yeah, that is cute yeah so um uh, that that's kind of nice and from a uh name appreciation perspective (laughs) might be a little difficult for a new user to figure out what things are, are named because they're not anywhere close to (laughs) what you would think they would be. But, uh, once you get used to the fact that they're thinking about this from a, uh, a pop perspective, um, yeah, it, I guess makes sense.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I like the interface and I like the, uh, the name, uh, it's Okay. Like on KDE, everything has a K. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, that's not so with uh, Pop! OS. I mean, I know they try to, you know, kind of tie it in with the operating system if they've, uh, you know, uh, made it or included it or or enhanced it, whatever. And I, I get that. Um, but give you an example Conqueror. I don't, if, yes. if I, that doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't say web browser, it says Conqueror. Right. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah, And that's what I mean by the names. Sometimes yeah. if you were unfamiliar with them, wouldn't make sense. But that's probably true of any Linux distribution out there. I mean, if you didn't know Firefox was a web browser, what would you think? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> same, same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so can you give us a rundown of some of the other features you like? And do you have a favorite?
1: Oh, Larry, this thing has features, uh, uh upon features. So let me name a few of them for you. So some of the enhancements are auto tiling, application stacking, workflow customization. And that was the, what I was describing. You, you adjusted how you wanted to work right um the application stacking is uh now I haven't used that yet uh, because I usually don't have multiple applications open I might have one or two uh, but it allows you to kind of stack if I understand the applications and uh, like on tab so you can quickly go through and find what okay. you want uh, and auto tiling it's just it the the operating system especially if you have a big monitor will um of manage where things are for you so it's easier for you to get around so if you have a big nice ultra wide uh, which i don't i want one uh <laughs> monitor um it's designed to help kind of organize and keep things uh, flowing for your workflow and uh from my understanding understand you can turn that off if you don't like it so you know you're not locked the auto into tiling it. yeah the auto tiling yeah um, okay so, you know, it just allows you to set up how you work, whether it's keyboard, mouse, touchpad, or a combination of the um, of the three or four. So whatever you want to do, how you want to work, you can customize your workflow that best works for you. Mm-hmm. They say the whole idea behind Pop! OS is to get, the operating system out of your way so you can get your stuff done and after running it for about a week now i would have to say it does and it is so nice not having to battle you know getting things done it just works and i and it takes care of the rest and that's the way <laughs> i like it
0: mm-hmm okay well uh i i Noticed how easy it was to do things the way I wanted to do as well. And I don't remember the auto tiling feature, probably because I don't really like um, automatic tiling. Having the operating system arrange the windows on my screen for me. I like doing that myself. So I probably turned
1: that off right away. (laughs) You can't. That's not a problem.
0: Yeah, so I I see what you mean. It does a lot of things for you if you want it to, but doesn't force you to do it their way. It allows you to do things the way you want to do it, the way computers should operate. Yes. Um, and generally, I think, Bill, it sounds like you like Pop! OS. What's the update on the privacy policies and things like that? Do you respect their privacy? How about system updates and the big question is, are you going to keep it or is it going to go down in history of you? Uh, <laughs> my distro down hopping? in the history of your distro hopping, yeah.
1: So, I don't like it at all. I love it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it is a joy to use and it's going to stay right where it is. Uh, I am planning to install it on all my machines, I liked Majero, mm. but Pop! OS is just everything I had been looking for. I can recommend this one without reservations.
0: Wow. Well, that's, that's high praise from you, Bill. <laughs> and uh, uh, as, as always, we'll wait and see, you know, a, a month or two down the road whether you're still using it. But so far, it sounds like it's really, really really good for you.
1: Yeah. And uh, you did ask uh, uh, two other questions. And so I went to the website and I couldn't have uh, written this any better. So I basically took this from their website and put it in our show notes. And so the first one is update on your terms and their stance on it is pop os provides the latest features and security patches through rolling updates and periodic os version upgrades to be performed at your discretion and if you want a clean slate the fresh install feature resets your os while preserving the files in your home folder so that's that's nice that they don't force you or you can only Paul's updates like a certain other operating system. Mm -hmm. I had that happen in the middle of work, and it was not a good time. Right in the middle of a Teams meeting, didn't go well. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And the next is privacy, and this is a big one for a lot of our uh, listeners. And Pop! OS does not collect or store any information from user installations, Minimal OS and hardware data is used, not stored, to provide updates and connectivity verification. App packages through Flatpak require permission to access more than what is needed for it to function. So it doesn't have free reign.
0: Following along on that philosophy of the computer works for you, not the other way around. All of that sounds great uh, for updating and privacy. Not collecting information or storing information that's the way we like it so yes that's great great well bill um thanks for the review of pop os or should i say pop os
1: <laughs> it's pop os
0: <laughs> yes so it looks like uh this is one we can recommend
1: uh yeah yes we can so we recommend Ubuntu mate and now we have another for people to try and I, as i always like to say choice is good
0: Yes, and even though I don't like the uh default colors on the theming, <laughs> hey, you can change that, and so I'm not holding that against them uh it's 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 interesting and it's attractive in its own way. It's just not for me guys, so oh well, uh,
1: yeah Th- hey, <laughs> you' like monte, okay, come on. Yeah, no, Mate is a wonderful project, but uh, the interface, you know, that's why we have choice. The, you know, unfortunately, or I say fortunately, if you don't like Pop, Ubuntu Mate has like five desktops built in, so you can find one that you like if you don't like Pop,
0: or you can modify Pop to be the way you like it to be. Yeah. So that's good. So, great. Um, it's I'm, all I'm glad we have two to choose from. Now, yeah, two. That we can recommend on a regular basis. So, great. Super duper.
1: Everybody should uh, uh, try it. Uh, it. You can uh, try it without installing it. it. It will let you go into live mode, digital button, and it will set up everything so it runs on your hardware. Just like Mate, I'm or, um, or most... Uh, uh linux is now have that live uh session so you can see if you like it mhm
0: normally you provide a out of 10 rating uh-huh. what would you give pop os out of 10
1: uh 11 <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you kind of moderately like it a little bit
1: huh? oh uh, you know I, I i don't i told you i don't like it i love this uh thing i've had more fun it it actually you know you as many distros as i review and look at and run i mean at one time i you i would start on monday with one distro and then the and tell you through the week hey i'm trying this one this one this one i've went through seven distros but
0: yeah
1: um because I, I i was always looking for that one that kind of worked the way my weird brain works and or let me adjust it. Well, you know, Pop actually brought a lot of um, fun and uh, quirkiness and uh, just joy using it. And that's the way I think computers should be. You shouldn't have to work to enjoy your computer. I know we say use it to get things done, but if you like how everything looks and runs and you don't have to jump through 20,000 hoops and you enjoy using it, then I would say that's an important part of getting things done. You bet.
0: Okay. Well, again, thanks for the review. Thanks. And uh, 11 out of 10, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our next episode will be listener feedback.
1: Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinks.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe.
0: We provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done.
1: And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com.
0: Until next time, thanks for listening.
1: 73.